You're listening to Once, episode 164, Breaking Glass, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're happy to have you watching us or joining us, listening to us, however it is that you're consuming this content. Thank you very much. Hey, we just finished watching this episode, Breaking Glass, and I knew the title of the episode going into it, and I kept wondering which particular glass was it? That was going to be significant. Like, would it be a physical glass, like something symbolic in some way of a wine glass breaking or something else? Or would it be a window or a mirror? Turns out it was almost all of those, except for the wine glass. So you didn't find it significant that Sydney Glass has been featured prominently so far this season? That too. Yeah, he. <laughs> I guess he broke free. From I hate his that glass. guy. Really? I hate that guy. He was namby-pamby before. Now mm-hmm. he's a turncoat namby-pamby. Or a namby-pamby turncoat, if you like. Yeah. Well, he... Who's it, which, which powerful woman to get a bow down to this week? I guess whoever's most powerful in town. He knows which way the wind, the icy wind is blowing. Yeah. How and did it, she even get in touch with him? Well, yeah. Well, she's got all of those mirrors. And we pointed that out yeah. before. How in her... Um, In her ice cream shop, she's got all of those mirrors that mean something. And we thought maybe she uses the mirrors the same way that Regina does. Maybe it is that she, as Aaron pointed out in our full discussion, maybe these mirrors are somehow symbolic of the original Snow Queen story. And I think there's a lot of both of those in place here. Where the original Snow Queen story had a lot to do with a mirror that was broken up into pieces. And now we see that Snow Queen is putting these pieces back together. Her motivation is much the same as perhaps every other villain that's ever been on the show. She just wants someone that loves her. And something that's been denied her for too long. Love of a family? Apparently. I was thinking the whole flashbacks thing... I was thinking all of this is going to be just for the sake of letting us see something about the Snow Queen. Like I started thinking maybe Lily was the Snow Queen or became the Snow Queen. Maybe not, because then how would she go to fairytale land and then back to our land and all of that back and forth. But basically, I think the whole point of the flashbacks was... It was just to get us to the stupid camcorder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And to give us, see, I thought maybe for a little while that we were actually watching the the premiere of a new series, Once Upon a Time in High School. <laughs> Except not yeah. high school because they were just sort of runaways. I thought maybe somehow it was Regina, but mm-hmm. I didn't understand how she was there, how their memories were taken away, blah, 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 blah. There were a lot of parallels and or contrasts with what was happening with Emma and Lily and what was happening in the present with right. Lily and or with with Lily in the present with Emma and Regina. But yeah, I was kind of like, okay, it, it was fun at first. And then it, the story just kept going on and on. I was like, uh, is this going to tie in somehow? I knew when she started watching the tape 
essentially what she was going to see. I thought either Lily was going to look completely different <laughs> and it was going to be, but, but Snow Queen's age is not right if that were her. So when they started showing the other home, I was like, yeah, of course we theorized basically that she was some kind of a foster mother anyway, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That was a prominent theory that she was some kind of mother to Emma for some amount of time. And as soon as we saw the uh, the video camera, I was thinking, what else is on there? What else is on there? There's got to be something else on there. Kind of like if you've seen Cloverfield, there's there are little clues hidden in the other videos that are in the Cloverfield camcorder that that records that thing. If you haven't seen Cloverfield, it's a cool monster movie set in, in New York where all monsters apparently attack, except aliens. Those attack Los Angeles. But the camcorder was uh, the way that they told stories in there. So I was thinking, well, who else is on that camcorder? And we were both kind of joking about, great, yeah, document your thievery on yeah. the homeowner's camcorder. And then apparently Emma stole that camcorder. Yeah. Little thief swan. But you know what we learned? It was possible to do selfies in 98. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Emma invented the selfie. Mm, Video selfie. Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. I was thinking that we were about to see the story of Emma's tattoo because we've seen it before, especially prominently in Tallahassee when she's arrested. We see that she has a little flower tattoo on her wrist. And I thought this was going to be the origin of that tattoo. But it wasn't. Bummer there because it was a star that Emma got here. It's a flower that she has later on. It's also magic marker. Yeah, this was magic marker later on. It's an actual tattoo. Tattoos are more involved, it turns out. Yeah much much more involved it's kind of involves a lot of bleeding through and Mm. other references to titles of previous episodes just skin deep though (laughs) so lily it was nobody basically i think (laughs) so far (laughs) nobody to the plot she's probably not going to be any kind of repeating character at all (laughs) yeah maybe but probably not was adopted but then how did Snow Queen get to our world? Mm, well, that's the big question now, isn't it? She got off this airplane with these friends. No, no, no. She was living on an island for what? No, no. I don't know how she got there. But there's that's some kind of story that we're probably going to get of how she got to our world. And how, well, I wonder if there really is much of a relationship of Emma's childhood that we'll get to see. They use the same child actor for Emma in this episode. You got to do a lot more this time and did a good job. Yeah. I will yeah, say. A lot more than just a lot more. watching a car going away and crying and saying a couple lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, she fit that part nicely. Where do you think this foster home was? I'm going to go ahead and say not in Portland. Yeah. <clears throat> well. Hashtag lost reference. Yeah. Emma was in Portland. I just spoke when a she, hashtag. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Emma was in Portland when she met Neil and they wanted to go to Tallahassee. But Emma grew up in Boston and this was in Minnesota, the past that we saw. So maybe this foster home was in Minnesota or maybe somewhere even more northern than that, that snows a lot more than Minnesota. <laughs> Canada? Maybe. <laughs> We'll ask Aaron on Wednesday if that's feasible, being our Canadian expert. Yeah. 
I liked that we got to see the frozen staircase, but I just really expected because it was exactly like the movie Frozen, including where it was all covered with snow. Mm-hmm. And then when Elsa stepped on it, it started to blow away and she had to run up it with her hands on along mm-hmm. the sides. I just wanted to hear her singing. Let it go. Oh, let it go. And much better <clears throat> than I just did. <laughs> but that one. Yeah. But Although, they didn't. If they did, probably people would have been too angry at that. It would have been very strange. But it was the exact same way. It was. But then it felt like it never, it felt like she never finished it. Mm -hmm. And then it was sort of like, oh, Anna fell off the the other side. She fell off the knot cliff. Where did she go? She just fell. It was weird. Fake Anna, that is. Fake Anna. So we still don't know where Anna is. Elsa, my goodness. Don't tell me love blinded her. Really? Why did you chase fake Anna? Yeah. Well, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you are uh, seeing relatives who have been missing and they're in the fog and then they walk away, you probably shouldn't go after them. They calmly it's a trap. yell help and then turn and walk away and suddenly apparate to the other side of a cliff, a gully, a canyon, if you will. They might not be real. Yeah. Family tips and <laughs> horror story tips from one's podcast. I think it was clever how everything played out with Mary Margaret and Will Scarlet. At first, I thought, though, it was David out there suddenly digging, diggy, diggy hole out in the sand. But no. Will Scarlet looking for this sack that has Why did a map. you think it was David? Well, because David went that direction, oh. it seemed. But oh. then there's Will. So I wonder what else is in this sack? Why did Will bury it? Is there maybe some other clue of his story with Wonderland or how he got here? What happened in Wonderland? Anything like that? Probably. They are digging a pretty deep hole, though. I kind of wish they'd get to the bottom of it <laughs> but he is now pardoned he is now pardoned congratulations and, uh, so there don't have to be any wanted posters so two people got freed from their prisons today sydney and will and sort of mary margaret why did i call her mary margaret can we just call her snow david Please. called her mary margaret I and i've talked about it before everyone yeah. knows my feelings at least in her story name is snow Brooke. it's four letters long yeah it's easy that's true and it's only one word instead mm-hmm. of two Regina and Emma's friendship is really interesting to see developing and Mm, yeah, it is kind of odd, but kind of cool. I mean, odd in that we've spent all of these seasons and Emma, you want to be friends now? It was very, we got to the friendship chapter in class today. (laughs) I mean, a little more subtlety maybe would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's been working They've been moving kind of that way, but today it was all, I don't know. Over, I guess if I had to just give an overall impression of this episode, it felt very Saturday morning. Hmm. What do you mean by that? It was very basic. It, was, it felt yeah. like it was written for preteens, to be perfectly blunt. <laughs> yeah, the, the plot point of this episode, very simple, very short. They gave us a lot of stuff. It wasn't to bad. To get to that point. It was yeah. just a little blunt. Yeah, and I think this is one of those things where this is a story they had to tell us somehow, and they just gave us a whole episode about it. 
Elizabeth Mitchell's performance still gave me chills. <laughs> but I'm shh. But I think the one of the things that's motivating Emma and Regina to try to build this friendship is remember they're both mothers to the same son and they're who did not appear in this episode. That's true. They're pretty much dealing with that. And I think in some way struggling with the fact that they're going to see each other a lot because they have the same son and why not make the best of it? Why not become friends? I think that's great. I guess do. you bring up an interesting point, though. They didn't. Did they even say Henry's name? They don't reference that fact much yeah. anymore. I mean, they do a little, but I almost would think it would come up more in their situation. It's like they got over that part. Right. Which is cool. Something odd in this episode and I'm not quite sure how this fits in with the story or if there's something more to this. You remember at the beginning of the episode, Snow Queen had something with glowing blue eyes in some kind of coffin. That was what she made. Do you really think that's what it was? Yeah, or do you she think was carving it, it out else? of the ice. Okay. Because I thought that might be a hint to like her own frozen version of Daniel, basically. Some I, I thought it was a coffin at first, but I don't think so. I think she was just creating her ruse. Yeah. Hey, this guy was much better armed than a snowman. Yeah. Really cool to see Emma using her magic better. And now Elsa overcoming fear, which is what Snow Queen wanted her to do. So if Snow Queen is after having a family, what does having Elsa conquer her fear mm. really have to do with that? I don't think that was a that was a goal of this plan of hers tonight. She seemed surprised and happy, but I don't she said for now that's not she didn't even need that. She just wanted Elsa out of the way. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I don't know why she lured Elsa there anyway. And then there's this issue with the mirror. That now she's putting the pieces back on this mirror, which harkens back to the original Snow Queen story, where it was the mirror that people would look into and see evil, ugliness. That's all that they would see in the reflection of the mirror. And part of the story, spoiler, is putting pieces back together, kind of, of the mirror. Uh, and, and how the mirror is broken apart. That's how the story kind of starts off with the Snow Queen original tale from Hans Christian Andersen. So what happens, what kind of special power will the Snow Queen get when she gets this mirror all together? What is she going to see? What can she do? What other mirror does she need as part of this? Because we haven't seen any other magical use of mirrors other than by Regina. It seemed like it was completed. Well, she did say it's almost complete, which made me think that well, she, she needs said almost more pieces. There. Yeah. Which the mirror is just part of that. So you think now she has the final pieces. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, we would love your feedback and I'll tell you more about how to send us your feedback about this episode. But before we do that, I want to thank some people who have made this episode of the podcast possible. David Newland, Lisa Slack, Bridget J, Amanda Robar, and our nine backers on patreon.com. Thank you very much for your kind support of the podcast. Your donations keep the podcast running, as it does cost quite a lot to run the podcast, run the website, host the media, 
pay for all of the services and stuff that go into making this podcast possible. So we really appreciate those donations. Big thank you to David, Lisa, Bridget, Amanda, and all of our Patreon backers. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor, where you can donate on a per episode basis or a one-time basis of any amount, or even an automatic monthly donation, which is really what we like the most because that's something that helps support the website even during the summer season when we're not doing as many episodes. But it's all up to you what you want to give, and we'd really appreciate it any little bit matters and counts. So please check it out over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And if nothing else, just your being part of this community and sharing the episode with others. That's what's really important for helping this grow. Share the episode with someone else. Tweet about us. Share it on Facebook, Google Plus, Reddit, any social network that you like. Share the episodes and we'd really appreciate that. And that's something you can do that doesn't cost you anything. But you can check out those donation options. Once again, oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. So I'm looking forward to digging into this episode and seeing the flashbacks. That's what Will Scarlet was doing. <laughs> and hopefully we'll find a sack of goodness in this episode. And maybe a map. Maybe. I want to see, are there any special Easter eggs back in that house? Anything else telling about any of this? Like what else was in that video? Mm-hmm. Was there anything in the video where we saw Snow Queen? Like any other neat props or we not seen the kid before i could have sworn he was with emma at one of the foster homes they've already shown he did look like the kid that got pinocchio to run away from mr radskin's home but that was in boston they are in minnesota you don't know where they are well yeah that that tape we don't know where that i think she would like minnesota yeah (laughs) it's nice Uh, this time of year mm -hmm. if you like snow i do like snow snow was my favorite part of the episode actually snow white yeah okay yeah yeah her little uh her exchange with will was way more snow white like than what we've seen (laughs) recently i enjoyed that yeah and it seems like she found that little piece of her so maybe we're going to see an adventurous commanding leader snow again as a result of this maybe she'll step it up a bit and she'll be willing to have a babysitter for neil every now and then (laughs) and bell is a babysitter she didn't say a single thing well you know everybody was too busy filming other episodes yeah that's probably (laughs) true we don't get everybody in every episode these days no but it was cool to see sydney again he's free (laughs) (laughs) well he's free again but i wonder does he have any kind of magical powers probably not i'm guessing but he did ask i I don't think he's going to be serving the snow queen at all after this he'll probably just disappear somewhere into the town of storybrook now he has no friends yeah sad place to be you should make a promise with someone to always be their friend no matter what (laughs) he should reflect on that a little bit Oh, (laughs) so we'd love to hear your feedback about this episode of Once Upon a Time. Please send us your theories. Email them to feedback at oncepodcast.com. Put in the subject line, 
breaking glass. So that way we can know which episode your feedback is for. In general, that's the guideline is put that episode title in the subject line of your emails and send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or send a voice message through the website at oncepodcast.com. We also have a very active forum over at oncepodcast.com slash forums, where you can start your own conversations, see what others are saying about current and past episodes, as well as discussing future episodes. There are spoiler sections and non-spoiler sections, but we've got a lot going on where you can participate in the conversation. So go over to oncepodcast.com and remember that address. If you forget all of the other addresses, just remember oncepodcast.com. Everything is there. Show notes for this episode, number 164, how to contact us, the forum links, our Twitter, everything like that. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow us there on Twitter at Once Podcast and each of us individually. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And get the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 164. And until next time, remember, with some plastic... You can buy whatever you want. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks for our sponsors to this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to be a sponsor and help us do what we're doing here and providing you this free podcast, then please go over to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.